You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 345 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo, and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? This is a bit different. We're going to be doing another yes. um, screen share situation. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead, if Val. You're listening, if you're listening to this as a regular podcast, you can certainly do that as, you, as with all of our other episodes. However, we are doing a screen share because Gina is going to be demonstrating a number of different techniques through, you know, a variety of apps, most likely Photoshop, Lightroom, that sort of thing. And so um, if you want to have a look at what, you know, the actual um, uh, functions that she's using, the actual techniques that she's using, then make sure you have a look at the video, which we will post with the show notes. And that's going to be over at GinaMilitia.com. And obviously this is episode 345. However, if you are listening to this in the car or um, wherever, you on can. On the treadmill. On the treadmill. The, uh, walking the dog, uh, what, yes, doing the dishes, leaf blower out, um, <laughs> chainsawing timber. What else would you do? I think people will be listening to it while they're chainsawing. I've listened to podcasts while chainsawing, Val. Okay. I've done. I've listened to podcasts doing all of those things. <laughs> all right. So, um, so the choice is yours. But if you would like to follow along, the video will be at GinaMilitia.com. So this week we are going to be talking about how to photograph high-end looking products with entry-level gear. I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, but but before we get on to that, what have you been up to, Gina? What have I been up to? Well, I wanted to um, give a shout-out to oh, great. Uh, one of the So You Want to Be a Photographer, uh, um, our new cover artist, right? So in mm-hmm. the So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast uh, Facebook group, which is free to join. We've got lots of uh, amazing yeah. members from and really generous with their information and really supportive, beautiful place. If you are a listener and you haven't joined the community, just head to Facebook, look for this. Mm-hmm. So you want to be a photographer, Facebook Go, what is you, it? Val? You would go to Facebook and search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community and request to join. It's free to join. We'd love to have you in there. And you can share your work there and get critiques and uh, or just, you know, talk about uh, new a, a new lens or a new um, bit of gear that you bought that like everyone else in your family just rolls their eyes and all your friends couldn't care less. 
But you say that in in a photography Facebook group, everybody celebrates. And plus when you say, oh, you know what, look at this uh, shadow on this image that I got, of course, family, friends, what? We don't care. (laughs) Photographers, oh, my God, look at the shadow. That's amazing. (laughs) You want to be around your people. And so what we do in the community on a regular basis is uh, I give uh, one of our members the opportunity to be our cover artist. So the cover image that you see and the whole world sees as part of the community, uh, that could be your image. So uh, I sent out uh, the request for for photographers in the group to share their images. And this week I want to congratulate our cover artist, and I'll share it on the screen here as well, is Danny Banky. Now, or it could be that pronunciation, Val, Mm -hmm. B-A-N-C-H-I could be Banchi, couldn't it? Mm -hmm. But I asked Alessio. Alessio. Yes, my master of Italian. And I put okay. the word in and he says, Banky. 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 So should we go with the Italian pronunciation? Sure, Bunky. why not? Banky. So Danny Banky, <laughs> who is <laughs> Danny, is a, a fantastic artist. She's actually uh, been listening to the uh, podcast for since day dot. Ages. Beautiful yeah. image. Uh, where she's been practising her product photography and we've got uh, coffee beans in there, coffee, and you know the sign of a good short black for me, Val, is What's that? You know, the little the crema on top, that little oh. head of froth, mm. you know. I go, oh, that's going to be a good coffee. She's added the steam in there, like minimal background, which I love, little dooks of light so I can see that there's mm. been some light painting in there and uh, she's really uh, worked hard and uh, I've watched her confidence grow in leaps and bounds. She's also, uh, Danny's also been, a member of the gold community for many, many years and I've watched uh, her uh, lighting, editing, problem solving just grow in leaps Danny's and bounds. Danny's so amazing. Congratulations, Danny, on being yes. our latest uh, cover star. Great image and thanks for Love sharing. Mm, really good. Um, as Gina mentioned, Danny has been part of the Gold Community for some time. And if you want to find out a little bit about the Gold Community, have a listen to this. This podcast is brought to you by the Gold Community. I'm passionate about helping the members of the Gold Community. They're wonderful photographers and I love seeing them progress in leaps and bounds. Here's what Lucy Valentine had to say. I definitely have done some wonderful work, but I think that a lot of it was, oopsie, look, look at what happened. I got that great shot and I don't know how. (laughs) And and now now I have an understanding of how to get the shot. And I am, as you say, you know, I'm preconceiving what I want to do and setting things up so that I can get that. I feel much more in control of the outcome. I 
feel more capable of saying yes to a lot of different opportunities. And and I think that saying yes was the very first advice that I took from you. Things that used to frighten me, like d different types of light or even different locations. I used to stick to one outdoor location. They're not even a remote fear of mine anymore. One of the things that I really was lacking before joining the Gold community was uh, peer group and mentors. Being in this group, I feel like these people and you are right next to me. You are so there and available to all of us. Now that I'm getting to know a bunch of the members, it's just wonderful. You know, at this place, you can find your tribe. Me to be able to cheer them on and them to cheer me on. Everyone has everyone else's best interests and opportunities to learn at heart. I'm getting definite value out of this that, I, um, that I'm so happy about. So thank you for that. If you'd like to find out more about the Gold community, head to GinaMilitia.com and click on Memberships. All right, let's get stuck into this week's episode, the topic for this week's episode, which is how to photograph high-end looking products with entry-level gear. Now, what is it that um, we're going to talk about, Gina? We've got, we, for, for those of you who, um, you know, may have uh, missed the beginning, we um, are doing a screen share, so you can check that out in the show notes if you want to. Now, what I'm looking at, so Jean is sharing her screen with me, is a, a photo of a Chivas Regal uh, bottle, which actually used to be what I used to drink. Oh, you don't drink this anymore, Val. I, I, I try you, other things now. Have you gone up? But you've gone up. Like you've gone no, higher I haven't, on the actually. Shelf, haven't you? No, I haven't. Um, I am Sideways. something, yes, of a similar price, yes. Uh, okay, fair enough. You know what? This whole um, whiskey, scotch, whatever you want to call it, looks mm. very appealing to me. It just looks like, oh, yeah, I'll have, uh, uh, you know, scotch on ice or whiskey on mm -hmm. ice or whatever mm -hmm. uh, until I taste it and then I go, nah, still not there. My palate's oh, never like going to be that sophisticated. Really? I can't grow into it. I just, it's just like, it, for me, it's uh, champagne or vodka. However, Ooh. I do appreciate how sexy the bottles are and right. uh, how how lovely it looks as, as, a, as, as a product itself. So yes. today... Today's show, I want to share um, some really quick, and I'm talking beginner lighting. Now, the technique that I'm going to share with you today, you can use with an $80 speed light, a $10 shoot-through umbrella, uh, a light stand, your mirrorless or DSLR camera, and a, a tripod. That's it. So in terms of the lighting gear, under $200 will get you there. And I'm going to show you not just where you put the lighting, but why you place the lighting where you place it and how to avoid, it's like the, the getting reflections. So when you're shooting um, highly reflective, uh, reflective objects, it can be um, really difficult to get the objects to look good. So I'm going to start with some really simple products and we, get, we will culminate in this uh, little whiskey shoot. And this is the kind of stuff that I know that there are still many parts of the world that are still uh, grappling with lockdowns. Also, mm. we have listeners who have uh, their corporate sponsor or their day job 
job, as some people <laughs> like to call it. And yeah. so um, learning photography, a lot of people think, okay, I want to really want to learn photography. I just need to set aside, uh, I don't know, six months where I don't do anything and I'll just focus on my photography. That's not going to yeah. happen. It's not going to happen. It's the little things that you do repeatedly that are going to uh, get you to learn how to do these things. And these techniques that I'm sharing with you, you can uh, just set aside 30 minutes on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday or one night after work and just set yourself up on your kitchen table uh, in a spare room, a little corner of the uh, the lounge room if you have it, little tabletop and limited space and, as I said, limited gear. And once you understand the principles, then this is something that you can use as even if you are a portraits are the thing that you want to um, have as your genre of choice, it's still a good idea to know how to shoot products. And I know that throughout my career, I've had portrait clients that then they come along and go, okay, so we got you to do the lifestyle or the portraits of all the members of our crew. Now we've created these, um, our own wine or these products, can you shoot those as well? Why would you want to palm that off to another photographer when you can easily do it for the client as well? It's also the the opposite of that. You could approach um, uh, companies and shoot their products for them. And so if you're mm. working uh, at a job and you're looking to, to get ahead, you want to make a little bit of extra money on the weekend, then portraits, uh, products are something that you can uh, add a little bit of extra money at the, at the end of the month very easily without a huge investment in terms of gear and most mm. importantly, space. So really good um, uh, tricks to add to your bag of tricks as a photographer. So, um, and it's, it's fun. It like, and it's something that you can do on your own. So just one on one. The products fail. They don't talk back. You don't need to <laughs> have a cup of tea. You don't need <laughs> to small talk. Any of that. So it's a, a great thing. So the the probably the first thing that you see a lot of photographers try and photograph will be something like a glass bottle. So it'll either be a wine mm. bottle or a whiskey bottle or or something like that. And you have a bit of a problem now glass or fake glass, I think it's called plastic, right, <laughs> they, they, they can be a real nightmare to photograph, right? Now, so long-time listeners of the So You Want to Be a Photographer uh, podcast know the golden rule of photographing highly reflective products. Is, Val, do you want to take a stab? I'm not sure. <laughs> the the answer is. <laughs> Have a guess at a couple. No, you don't know what it is. Uh, golden Can I have a hint? It's okay. I'm going to let you off the hook. Okay. Long-time listeners will know that this one golden rule, if you are photographing something that is highly reflective, wear clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so important. Now, there are... Not just one, there are many, 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 many stories about people that have been caught out. Now, for some reason, people like to, I don't know, drink late at night and then decide that I'm going to sell that vase. I'm going to put it on... Uh, <laughs> put it on marketplace or ebay or you know up on facebook and sell it but for some reason they decide that when they take a photograph of said vase 
let's do it in our birthday suits. That's hilarious. And and so the other golden rule is check, always double check. When you photograph anything, zoom in, have a look. Are you in there? Are you reflected? And just a good idea to wear clothing uh, to avoid (laughs) the embarrassment because I've seen many, many apology videos. I'm sorry I was um, sharing a a, a photo of that beautiful wine that I was enjoying. I didn't realise I was reflected naked in that shot. Oh so that's my rule God. number one, golden rule number one. So, but this today, what I'm going to show you is a complete start to finish and uh, you'll, you'll, I'll show you how to create uh, images like uh, the, the beautiful bottle of uh, whiskey that you see on the screen and get rid of all those reflections and how to do it with uh, how to create a an image that normally you would have to shoot with multiple lights, but you can do it with one single light and and then how to manipulate those reflections that you do get and how to soften the highlights. And then finally, I'll show you how to combine all those images uh, into one using Photoshop and to create a great image. All right. So uh, let me just show you uh, a basic image. Uh, And this is what happens uh, maybe the first time you photograph something that's highly reflective. So this is uh, uh, what I have on the screen for those that are just listening while you're leaf busting or chainsawing. Uh, I've got an image of a glass water bottle, okay? And it's uh, so you might think, all right, I want to get a a nice shot of this. Why don't I just use daylight? So – The problem with that is, and so what I've done is I've set it up. I've got my camera on the tripod. I've lined it up and uh, I've shot from slightly below because products, just like people, the angle of view is going to make a big difference to how it looks. Mm. So just as an aside, when you're photographing a product, rather than shooting down on it or shooting dead level, lower your camera height slightly and shoot long and then you're shooting up into the product. The product looks like a hero already. So that's just about like a little bit about positioning. But what you'll notice about this water bottle that I have, Val, is everything in the room is reflected in the bottle. So I've got my office has got like a bank of windows uh, running down um, two uh, sides of the room so they're all reflected and then everything that's outside is reflected so there's trees outside and so the green tint of the trees everything is reflected in this glass bottle right mm. which is a nightmare which you don't think is a big deal until you see what is possible just using very simple lighting so what I did deliberately for this uh, first tutorial just to show you that it's not because a lot of uh, product uh, photography tutorials that you see on YouTube, it's like, okay, so this is really simple. All I did is I've got this uh, simple product and I've got oh, about $30,000 worth of gear here, That the lighting that I'm using, shout out to all my sponsors and all these little <laughs> gadgets and little bits and pieces that you need to use. Now, that's great if, you know, you are shooting high-end products and you make your living doing high-end products and you've been doing it for 30 years, you're going to accumulate all of this sort of uh, equipment. But if you're just starting out, then you want to start with the minimal. If it's something that you're going to really 
really enjoy doing, you're going to be doing lots of it, then you can upgrade from there. Does that make sense, Val? Yeah, yeah. All right. So how can I, what's the workaround if I've got all these reflections in the glass, how do I get this to look better using daylight? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I don't want any of these reflections. So how about I bring in artificial light, so a flash, and the first thing I do is I want to get rid of all the ambient light in the room. Now, ambient light, just a fancy word for daylight. So I want to, hmm. I want to just cut all the daylight. So what I do, cur- currently, the image, I've shot it using daylight. So I've got ISO 400, F4, a tenth of a second, gives me the correct exposure to get a nice looking glass. If I mm-hmm. now change my exposure to one two hundredth of a second, F8, ISO 100, and take Mm -hmm. a shot, what do you see on the screen, Val? Black, complete black. So that is my way of confirming I've now killed all the daylight in the shot. So I just stop down and by rule of thumb, and this is how I shoot my portraits as well. So this is how you get consistent lighting. So I can take this setup anywhere. I can move it into the office. So let's say that um, the company that I work for have have said, hey, Jan doesn't want to do the product shots anymore. Do you want to do them? Yes, of course I want to do them. Well, here, why don't you take them home and shoot them? And then they say, can you now bring them into the office and shoot them in the office? If I've been using a little bit of daylight plus flash in my shoot, it's going to be really hard for me to replicate that in the office where they might have a bank of fluoro lights, windows at a different angle. Does that make sense, Val? So you want to start with uh, a blank plate, which means kill all the daylight in the shot. Get rid of all the daylight or ambient light. So this confirms it. I take a shot and my image is black. Now I know I can add light. So what I've done is I've got a speed light and I've whacked uh, an umbrella, a shoot-through umbrella on the light, and I've set it at a 45-degree angle and I've taken another shot of my drink bottle. And it looks all right, but it's not fantastic yet. So you can see that everything in the shot it, the 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 glass bottle when you're photographing something with flash is reflected everything that's in the, uh, that's anything light is going to be reflected on the shiny surface and i can show you this better using a champagne glass okay, okay. so so mm-hmm. here's the champagne glass shot with daylight so you can see my room is reflected in the glass Okay, so not ideal. So what I did is I used my technique where I changed my exposure to one two hundredth of a second F8 ISO 100, which is a really good starting point when you're shooting with uh, products with flash. And then what I did is I brought my umbrella light to a 45 degree angle and I shot that. Now already you can see, Val, it's looking better, right? I've got a nice mm-hmm. champagne yeah. glass on a black background. But if I zoom in, mm-hmm. um, can you see that uh, the highlights of the image yeah. are actually, what's that reflected in the uh the one, the champagne the, glass there. Like the spokes of the umbrella. You can see the entire um, umbrella in that yeah. highlight of the shot. So whatever you whatever you use to light the subject is going to be reflected back at you. And so this can be 
so frustrating when you're trying mm. to light uh, glass and highly reflected reflective objects like this so um what what i did when i first started shooting is i'd move the light i'd move it across i'd move it back i'd take another shot and i could never get rid of these reflections all right but there's mm. a better way val so um here is like i kept uh shooting and shooting and got my uh water bottle looking lighter and lighter by increasing the power of my flash all right yeah but it still never looks any better you just get highlights and it's just looking um pretty caca really okay <laughs> so simple mm -hmm. simple change in thinking and i'll show you the setup here and it's actually um for those of you that are, are watching this at the same time you'll see that it's an octobox but the um the principle is exactly the same. So um, the very basic light, entry-level light that you want to use is a shoot-through umbrella. And basically all that is is um, placing a bit of uh, translucent material in front of your flash and that acts the same way as what happens when the sun's out and a cloud passes in front of it. The light softens. It goes from super hard light to super soft diffuse light. So that's what we're trying to do with this setup. So what I've done is instead of having the light hitting the my light, hitting the subject from the front, I've backlit mm. it, Val. I've backlit mm. it. So a side mm. view, you can see my camera, I've got my little table, I've got my water bottle, and the light is directly behind the subject, which works beautifully for light. So you can see Here's my first shot. So uh, what I've done is I've placed my umbrella directly behind my uh, water bottle and mm. it's at about half power and taken a test shot and it looks shite because, Val, take a guess, mm -hmm. it's... Overexposed? Correct. Too much light. So what do yeah. you do? You just take the power down and I mm. keep taking the power down, Val, until I get mm. something that looks a lot better. Now, my bottle is looking really sexy now. Can you see the the label stands out? Very sexy it turns me on. It does turn you on. It's like it's <laughs> it's the sexiest water bottle I've ever seen, quite frankly. Um, and suddenly, because we're lighting from behind, there's no highlights on the actual bottle and you get this lovely uh, sort of black outline of the bottle and it starts to look high-end. However, there's a problem, Val, and can you see when you look through the glass, can you notice what the problem might be and also the in the background? The umbrella. The spokes of the umbrella, which is super annoying. Now, we've got our flash and the umbrella, which is one layer of diffusion between the flash and the umbrella. So simple workaround. What I do is, first of all, I'm going to keep turning down my lighting until I get it looking um, the, the right exposure. And then what I do is I've got my uh, a diffuser. So you've got those five-in-one reflectors where you've got black, white, gold, mm. and silver, right? If you take – there's a zipper around the edge. If you take the cover off, inside is a piece of um, diffusion material, right? Take mm -hmm. that diffuser and place it in front of the umbrella and now take a oh. shot. Have a look at that. So 
what I've done, ah. I love getting your side sound effects, Val. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like at the pantomime. It's like, where is he? He's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happens when this is so simple, like this $5 so diffuser simple. in front of the umbrella and suddenly yeah. now this looks super sexy, doesn't it? Yeah. I've diffused the light. And we've gotten rid of the spokes, and this is mm-hmm. a very basic entry entry level way to shoot products. And you can do this. This will take you, I promise, from getting the getting the bottle out, setting yourself up, thirty minutes, start to finish. This is like something um, like that. How they how they shoot absolute vodka. That's how they shoot absolute vodka. You would think mm. it was so complicated, Val. Mm. You would think, oh, this is hours and 50 lights to get. It's one light. Mm. I've wow. done it with a speed light and the so crappiest um, diffuser you could ever buy, an umbrella, but there's workarounds. So mm. remembering that, um, and this applies to anything that you shoot. If the light looks too hard, soften it. Put something between the light and the product and it's as simple as that's why I believe that those five-in-one reflectors, if you're buying one, buy three. They're not that expensive. You will use them. So one can be used as a reflector. You'll always use one as an added diffusion to a product and then you can use one as a black or as a cutter, but they come in very handy. You can never have enough of them and honestly, they're not very expensive, so they're worth having a few. So that really mm-hmm. simple, Val, and I'll show you the same with my champagne glass. So, okay. um, again, I've taken it uh, and I take a shot. If the exposure looks uh, too blown out, it's too hot, it means I can't see the edges of the glass. I want to see the lovely edge of the glass. So, basically, mm-hmm. I don't move the light back or forward. I've got the light in position. I'm just turning down the power. So, if it's at um, half power, I will I will drop it down to a quarter power. If that's still too strong, I'll drop it down to one sixteenth power. So I've got my glass, and again, Val, the problem with the image is when it's backlit with the umbrella, it looks like there's a bullet hole. <laughs> there's a bullet hole in the umbrella in the yes. in the glass because you can see the spokes of the mm. okay. And so if I want to clean this up add a little layer of diffusion and these are all Amazing. unedited images and suddenly and then drop the power a little bit more wow. and suddenly how sexy does that like, glass look? You could do this, Val. That's just like the glasses, the the photos that are on the, the, the packaging. Box. The packaging. Mm. This is exactly what it is. It's pack shot lighting and it's that right. simple and it's like how long did that take? It took nothing. Minutes, no not even. Minutes, seconds. So and yeah. how satisfying if you could just get 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 a glass and then yeah. from there that's your base lighting. Then you can go back and have a listen to the uh, to, uh, to the the podcast episode we did on splash photography, and oh, you yeah. could fill that glass with water. You could have the the <gasps> strawberry splashing into the glass, capture the splash amazing. as well. How sexy would it look? One mm. light, okay? Fantastic. It's that simple. It. So very basic. Mm. Now. Let's take it up another notch and I want to show you something else. Okay, so um, 
uh, not very sexy, but like you, you might be asked occasionally to do product shots. So what if there's an actual label on the product? So I've got a, uh, a bottle of methylated spirits uh, on the screen. And so basically, and it's a very similar packaging that you might see with clear bottles that have got a label. You see this with makeup remover. You see it with mm. a lot of cleaning products. So it's a clear yes. plastic bottle or glass bottle, but there's also a label. There's also soft drink bottles that are like this. Uh, I've just chosen methylated spirits. And again, like I've there's got- a like there's a opaque sticky label on some of the bottle, but yep. there is um, on the top and the bottom of the bottle clear uh, plastic so you can see right through the plastic exactly okay yeah. and so um now again i've taken a shot of the bottle with just daylight and you can see that what happens when i just shoot with daylight val how does the bottle look a car car a car car because what can you see you can, the- because it the whole room and the windows and the random windows are reflected in the bottle and the sticky label Okay, so last week we talked about um, five ways to improve your portrait photography and I think one of the things that I talked about was white balance and I said, and uh, many listeners have pointed this out, that like when you start to notice colour casts in images, you can never unnotice it. So you'll start to see, Mm -hmm. oh, that image looks a bit magenta or that's a bit too warm or that's a bit too cool. And it's not something that you notice straight away because it's, it's overwhelming photography at the start. So you're not really seeing the difference between hard and soft light. You're not seeing color cast. And this is another one that once you see it, you can't unsee it, Val. So I guarantee you're going to look at ads now in magazines and online and you'll look at the bottle and you'll say, that's not a good shot. I can see all the reflections and you'll start to look for the naked Mm, photographer in all the shots. But you can see uh, the tripod in the shot. You can see reflectors. You can see windows. You can see everything. So it looks a bit rough. So that's my methylated spirits bottle. So what happens when you've got a label when you use this technique? So again, instead of using a umbrella i've i've gone up at a um a level now and i've got an octobox instead so the octobox slightly different because it's got two panels of diffusion and it's um it's like an umbrella but it's got a box it's like and it it it, um corrals the light it shapes the light a bit more whereas an umbrella spreads the light everywhere great for beginners an octobox shapes the light so it gives you a narrower beam of light and two layers of diffusion in the better octoboxes and i've used the exact same technique val so the first thing i've done is i've placed my octobox directly behind my uh, product and I've taken Mm. a shot and it looks pretty good, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, um, but you can see if I zoom in close, basically with this technique, you will get varying degrees and you will get obsessed with all of this. I promise, like once you see it, it can't be unseen about how the edges look. So um, Mm. on my methylated spirits bottle, I can see that my black edge, that you want to get a nice sexy looking edge, it's a bit Mm. fat. It's thick and it's not particularly uh, pristine looking. So I want to soften that. It looks like it's got like dirty sides. It looks like it's got dirty sides. At first glance, 
when we're comparing it to the daylight version, Val, you look mm. at the next version, you go, oh, that's amazing. That's so mm, good. Mm, How good mm, am I? Mm, right? However, at closer look, we can see that there's these uh, thick edges. So again, let's apply the, why don't we just use a diffuser in the background? And so now we've got three levels of diffusion. So what I've got is I've got my Octobox, which is double diffused with a speed light backlighting the product okay that eliminates all the reflections and then what I do is uh, if I don't like the way the edge of my product looks and I want it to look softer what I do is I place a diffuser in front of my light and there you go I've got an image so it's like triple diffused triple diffused and have a look at our edges now amazing okay how simple was that Okay. Simple. Oh my so, goodness. There's a it's problem. It's like if in doubt, diffuse. If in doubt, diffuse. Put it on a t-shirt. Hang yeah. it on your wall. Say it every day. If in doubt, diffuse. Wow. Life lessons okay. from Valerie Koo. Um, mm. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. So <laughs> um, there's an issue here. We've got a label and yeah. the backlining the plastic or the glass looks fantastic. Got a lovely yeah. edge light. Everything looks yeah. good. A couple of things I don't like. It's got a black cap and the black cap, no detail. See that? No. Also the label, bit dark. Now we could it's come and, 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 and in um, Photoshop we could dodge that and uh, mm. lighten it up. But if we've got another light handy, Basically, what you can do is put a little dook of light in the front. But where have you placed that light? At the front. Yes. So what you do if you've got a second speed light, okay, is uh, what I like to do when I'm photographing products like this is I have a second speed light and and both my speed lights are talking to each other and they're all communicating with the camera. So they're linked Okay, they've got a, mm. uh, a wireless link and what I can do is I can um, power my second speed light individually from the backlight and I can make that as bright or as light as I like and then what I do is I add instead of having, uh, this will work with an Octobox or it'll work with an umbrella, it's just easier if you want to just have a little narrow little spot, a little spotlight, a little dook of light on, onto that label, I use a grid spot. And what a grid spot is, is it's like a, um, a plastic uh, dome or shield that goes over the front of the speed light and it makes the, the beam of light that comes out of that flash very, very concentrated and narrow. So now I can aim that at the front of my label and it's lit up my label and suddenly I've gone from a dark label but the bottle looks sexy to Mm. uh, the label is lit and the background is lit. So I'm showing you in stages. So we start with the very basic one light, okay, one backlight for our glasses or um, a, just a clear, a perfectly clear bottle without a label. And then next level, if you've got something like a label, you can easily do this where you light the back, you backlight and then add a little dook of light and you've got the label and it's all created like that. And it's uh, a very sexy effect, very high-end looking uh, and very, very easily done. All right, shall we go up another level now, Val? Yeah. 
Let's do it. All right, let's get into the uh, the booze shot now. So um, <laughs> now you make me thirsty. Well, it's um no no, it's getting to that time, Val. <laughs> it's a bit early. <laughs> We're not far off. So what happens when you want to go even higher end? And again, this is this is something that say you could uh, set yourself a task of like one week do a wine glass. The next week, have a go with a, um, a clear bottle, bottle of water. With, a, with a label. Mm. And then um, on the third week, have a go at something like this. And so this is, what if you've only got one light? How do you get okay. a product shot with this, which is clearly multiple lights? Well, the mm. trick is you light it in stages. So to create this image, what I've done is I've taken multiple images. So so I've got my Octobox and my mm-hmm. diffuser my diffuser and what I've done is I've got a uh, a light for the side. I've taken a shot uh, of the background. I've taken a shot of the label and mm-hmm. I've taken a shot of the cap and then we merge mm-hmm. those all together. So oh, basically um let me show you the setup. So what's important again, what was your uh, quote that goes on a T-shirt, if in doubt? If in doubt, diffuse. If in doubt, diffuse. So um, again, so I'm saying once you see these things, you, you won't be able to unsee them. So at first when you look at a shot of a product, you're going to just think everything looks great. But like what we're doing is we're looking for um, telltale signs that are a giveaway that this product has been lit. What you want it to look like is good and you don't want to have any evidence, okay? So when we've got like I've got this uh, is my Octobox and it's at a 45-degree angle behind the Shivas bottle, okay? Mm. And if we come in tight, you can see that um, just using the double-diffused Octobox behind the product gives us a highlight running down the side of the bottle, okay? Yeah. But you can see the edge of the highlight and you can also see some of the the qualities of the Octobox already reflected in that. So what's the saying? Um, If in doubt, um, diffuse it out, right? So (laughs) what we can do is already this Octobox is starting to place. You're turning that into a wrap. If in doubt, out, diffuse it out. Yo, yo, yo. My name is little Gina and oh, Valerie's in the house. If in doubt, diffuse it out. Everybody, I can't rap. Um, so we've got, we've got this highlight running down the, the side of the bottle, but the highlight's too thick, okay? Mm. So I want a thin highlight. I want a sexier highlight. So what I do is. Diffuse it. Uh First no. of all, we're going to make the – because you can actually get, like if you've only got an Octobox, okay, and that's all you've got for products because mostly you're a uh, people photographer, you're not going to want to go out and buy narrow soft boxes, which are fantastic for shooting products. So the workaround is make one, MacGyver your own existing um, Octobox. So what I've done is I've got two blacks, and I've added them to the side of my Octobox. Let me just increase the exposure here so you can see the room a bit better. Can you see that? 
Okay, so I've just added yeah. the strips of black there and that's created a, um, a thin strip of white and already have a look at how much better that, that highlight is. See how it's thinner? Mm. Okay, so we've gone yes. from thick, where to go, um, thick to yeah. thin, Okay. So I've made yes. my thick I've, and irregular to thick and a bit more streamlined. Thin and a bit, and a bit and more a bit consistent. Sexier because I've pl placed blacks down the side of my, so I've MacGyvered mm. my Octobox there. Okay. And so here's another look at that. So you can see how that looks uh, in, in for reals. Mm. Okay. Mm. The other thing that I don't like about this uh, highlight here is it the edge is too hard. See how it's mm. not particularly it just looks it's unsexy Val we yeah. want to have that transition from shadow to highlight to be a lot bit more gradual yeah, so right. if in doubt diffuse it out okay so have a look what happens when I add the diffuser oh, see how wow. sexy that is suddenly lovely and soft okay so yes. let's see no diffuser <gasps> can you see the difference yes okay no diffuser with diffuser. That's amazing. All right. So that looks that's, great. That, so that's just, just, just one simple trick there. Okay. So mm. to create an image like this, what we need are multiple shots and it's all a matter of experimenting. So the first shot yes. that you're going to take is basically everything that we did for the glass shot and the reflective uh, product shots, place the light, directly behind your bottle and in this instance what I've used is because it's a um, um, a whiskey right mm. scotch and whiskey it's the same thing they're just two different names aren't they it's exactly the same thing I, know, I thought they well, were two what's the difference well no because I think you can get Irish whiskey and Japanese whiskey and well what's scotch I don't, I don't know I assume it's from Scotland <laughs> I don't. I think they're the same thing. I, I think it's the same well, name. We've for the, got the same got, product because they call no, this Scotch get, whiskey. But you can get rum, premium Scotch whiskey. Is that just? Is that as in Scotch from Scotland? Well, and, I don't know. People maybe we shouldn't. All over the maybe world we now. shouldn't we should embarrass like, ourselves. I, I, you and, know, I don't care about embarrassing. Gina, Please educate Gina, me, Gina. You can get. Because you can get rum whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah, So that's right. not scotch. Yep. Okay, this podcast is not about whiskey and we're just going to move on. So apologies <laughs> to anyone who actually knows about this stuff because we've got no idea. Okay, so because you've got this lovely um, uh, golden colour to the liquid, right, um, what you want to do is uh, have a look like if I just uh, light the bottle from the front, Val, it's very yeah. dark glass. You can't see the actual mm. glow. But when you look at great um, bottle photography, you can see that it's got this glow. So the way we mm. achieve this is step one of the reflective glass tutorial. So just place the light directly behind the bottle mm. and take a mm. shot. Now, one thing you need to right. remember is everything I have set my um, – that once you've established what your shutter speed, f-stop, ISO, focal length, 
and focus are going to be lock everything off. Nothing's going to move. It's really important yeah. that everything is exactly the same. So all you're moving is the position of the light. So I've taken my first shot and what I've done to add a little bit of a yellow glow to this shot, if you want your, uh, you know, brown liquids to look uh, a little bit sexier, next level sexy, add a warming gel to the light. So we've actually warmed up everything in the background. So the diffuser behind the bottle is actually white and because I've used a, um, a warming gel, everything's now warm and, and it just makes you want to drink it more, doesn't it? Because it's <laughs> now the bottle glows from within, okay? Yes. So, that's your, so the first shot is getting the lovely highlight down the side, which we diffused and made it nice and soft. Then we've moved that light behind the bottle to get the lovely glow from the inside, okay? Then we've taken the light and we're going to light the front. So focusing on the label to get another shot. So, so far it's one, two, three shots that I've taken. One for yes. the highlight, one for the inner glow, one for the label. And finally, I can just see that the top, the cap, is still looking a little bit, it's lost in the in the black mm, of the image. Well. So another little um, duke of light for the bottle cap okay right. mm -hmm. that's it so now i've got um four different right. images no this is the final shot so that's okay. uh not not included so just so okay. you're not confused i'll just mm -hmm. show you the the four images so it's um okay. it's the side light the backlight, yep. the label and the the cap Okay, so okay. you yes. could do that with uh, a wine, uh, wine or anything that you want. Okay, mm. now how do we merge all of these images together? And it sounds, oh my god, this sounds so complicated. It's actually mm. super easy. Okay, super easy. so what we do is um, you you might want to uh, just do a quick little edit. So what I've done is I would adjust the white balance of the image and make sure that looks all right and just uh, adjust the, the shadows, whites, blacks, get it looking um, okay. And then once you've got the first image selected, this, so this is in Lightroom that I'm doing this. So I'm adjusting yeah. the white balance, getting any rid of any colour casts, just tweaking the blacks a little bit, tweaking the shadows and tweaking the whites. A little minimal tweak to the image. Select all the images Okay, so I've got when I've got all my images selected, I can hit sync. And what I'm saying is, hey, Lightroom, everything that you did to that first image, I want you to do it to all four of them. So that what happens, Val, is all images are exactly the same. I'm synchronizing them like synchronized okay. dancers. They all yeah. do everything the same. Okay, so okay. when I select each different image, you can see on the um, right-hand panel there, the temperature, tint, exposure, contrast, all my settings are exactly the same for all my images. That's important. That's just yeah. a little bit of housekeeping at the start, okay? okay. And then yeah. what I do is I select all four images, mm. right-click on those images, and you'll get a little dialog box that comes up in Lightroom and mm -hmm. you go to edit in and then all the way down to the bottom of the dialog box, open in layers in photo, open yep. as layers in Photoshop. So basically what we're saying is, hey, Lightroom, these four images, hey, I want you to open up Photoshop 
and mm. take these four images and stack them in layers for me. Yes. And Photoshop yes. goes, okay, I can do that. I'll do that right do now. That. Yes. Oh, I mean, you can do this manually as well, but obviously this is one click. This is one click, okay? Yeah, and right. so there it is. So there the images are stacked in layers. And so if mm. I unclick, I've got my first mm. image and my second image mm. and my third yeah. image and yeah. my fourth image, okay? So they're mm. all there, which is useless because yes. they're all on top of each other. So, so now yeah. what I've got is if you look at this, there is uh, basically the background is a, a, back, a black image with no um, – no light on it, right? And what I've mm. done is in stages I've lit the side, I've lit the mm. back, I've lit yes. the label, and I've lit yeah. the cap, okay? Yeah. So now what I want to do is somehow merge all the sexy bits into one image. Now, before I do this, what you need to do is make sure that you haven't, because uh, sometimes when you shoot, you might not know that you've uh, reached across the camera and you might have just knocked it a bee's pippy out of register. Mm. So like, a, you know, two bees pippies anyway and uh, like mm. just a slight um, shake or someone's walked past or a truck's gone mm. by and it's like sh shakes the camera and it's out of register. So what mm. happens is you might have the, the label might be just out of register so that it means that one, one layer is not quite in the right place. Yeah. So the workaround is you go to edit uh, mm. auto align layers. Uh, is it file? Mm. Oh, so you select all the images, sorry, first. Okay, <laughs> so select all four images and then edit auto align layers. There it is there, yeah. okay. Click on that and what Photoshop does is it looks at all four images and it lines them up. It's not perfect. Right. It gets it wrong sometimes. So I'm just warning okay. you. So most of the time I'll automate this step, get everything um, auto-aligned, uh, and then I actually do it by hand, um, okay. and, which is a lot easier. So basically to do that, what you can do is just select your first image, the first layer, reduce the opacity, and make sure that you're not seeing anything out of out of whack. Does that make sense? Yes. And you can go all the way down and just go, just make sure that everything's nicely uh, in line and this image is. All right. So let the magic happen. All right. So what I'm going to yeah. do now, Val, is I'm going to um, select each layer and change my blend mode from normal to lighten. And watch what happens as we go down the the level. So, change each layer is now mm -hmm. from normal. Oh, I see. To lighten, lighten yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yep. suddenly, uh, what's happened is uh, Photoshop now merges the images based on the highlights. And the bottle itself, actually, it looks like we've combined all four lighting mm. styles. So can you see what happened? If I just go to back great. to the history, yeah. um, mm. we go back to the first image, like we had that and we've combined mm. it into that now, which is Amazing. like all the lighting is good. But it's not, it's not perfect yet. So what we okay. want to do is 
um, get rid of all the, uh, the guff that's in the background. So I've got my first layer. So basically what I do is I like to work with layer masks. Now, basically, if you can imagine that when I've got images that are layered in Photoshop, if you think old school, it's like I've got um, four images. Those four different images are prints, okay, Mm-hmm. and and uh, on on pieces of paper and what i've done is i've just stacked all the four um prints into a stack okay mm-hmm. and what i'm going to do now using a layer mask is basically i'm cutting out the bits of the image that i don't want in the frame i'm getting rid of it but with layer masks when I do this, it means it's non-destructive. And by non-destructive, I mean if I make a mistake, I can always go back to my layer mask and start again. So uh, there's a little rectangle icon with a circle in the middle. That's the layer mask. I select my the layer that I want, add the layer mask, and then I choose a brush, um, make sure I've got zero hardness, blend mode normal, opacity 100%, flow down around 11%, grab my brush and make sure that my foreground colour is black. All right? And now what I can do is I want to get rid of all of this guff here in the background. So I'm just basically Mm. rubbing it out, Val. Mm. Okay? So I've got to turn up my flow so we can do this a bit quicker. Okay. So you see that? So I've just got rid of the uh, reflector that's in the background of the first um, shot, okay? Yeah. Now I can go to my second image. So I select the second image. So this is the image that's got the the beautiful glow in the background. Same. Add a layer mask. Black Mm -hmm. is my foreground colour. And, again, I'm getting rid of the octobox in the background and I want to get rid of this... um, uh, diffuser that's in the background. However, okay. I don't want to get rid of all of it, okay? I want to get rid of most of it. And as I'm getting rid of um, some of it, I'm seeing that there's still part of the reflector here. So I can come back mm. to my first layer mask and just get rid of that. See that? That's mm. gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what I want is I want to get rid of this, but it's going to take me ages if I uh, come in and try and cut that out precisely. So what I'm going to do is Photoshop's gotten pretty sophisticated with selecting subjects. So Mm -hmm. with my layer selected and the actual uh, layer selected, not the layer mask, I come Mm -hmm. up to the uh, any of the selection tools. So I've got the uh, magic wand selected, okay? Then above that, there's a little dialog box and you can hit select subject, okay? okay? And this is where Photoshop has really gotten really good uh, in the last few years. If I hit mm. that, Photoshop mm-hmm. looks at my photo and goes, oh, they want the subject selected, let's select the subject, and it just did. In how long uh-huh. did that take? Two seconds. It uh-huh. selected the bottle, okay? Yes. Now, what I can do is it's not the bottle that I want selected, it's the whole background. So I go select, inverse, So that's basically everything but the bottle. So now I've got marching ants everywhere but on the bottle. And now I can come in with black as my foreground colour, select my layer mask and just get rid of the rest of the background, okay, Mm. really quickly. Mm. Okay, that saves a ton of time. Yeah. Okay. Now, 
deselect that. Command D is the shortcut. So I've got my background, my bottle on the foreground. The, the background is black. But what I want is I want a bit of a sexy glow behind my bottle. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make my brush uh, slightly bigger than my bottle and I'm going to position it um, just below the bottle. What I want is a little halo effect behind my bottle, Val. I'm going okay. to select my uh, layer mask that I just used to get rid of that um, the diffuser area of the glow and what I'm going to do is bring my flow down to about 10%, okay, and I'm going to change my foreground colour to white. So when I paint with white, it brings back what I just removed. Black removes, white brings it back, okay? And I'm just going to place my um, brush just in front of my bottle and just click a couple of times and see what you get. Now we've got that little halo behind the bottle. See that? Wow. So amazing. effectively all I've done is just bring back some of that background so in a sexier way, okay? Yes, so love it. now we go down to the next level and I just like to click on and off to see what I'm dealing with. So this one is just lighting the, uh, the label and I like mm. everything about this, so I'm not going to really touch that one. I'll come down yep. to this last one here and just click on and off. And, okay, can you see, Val, when I click on and off, mm. um, see this highlight uh, yes. over the, the established 1801? I don't like yep. that. So okay. I'm going to get rid of that. So what I'll do mm. is make another layer mask. Black as my foreground colour because black removes and make my brush smaller. And I'm using my bracket keys to make my brush smaller. And I can just come and brush over that. And that gets rid of that Ooh, highlight there very quickly. Amazing. See that? Yes. Okay. Now, the other thing you'll notice is I've got a heap of these little white spots. That's dust. Ooh. When you're shooting mm -hmm. products, it's really, really important that you um, clean them and that you wear gloves because otherwise you're going to spend all this time getting rid of the dust there. So um, I still want to find out where this, okay, so this layer here, can you see as I toggle on and off, those, yes. those other highlights don't like those, so I'm going to get rid okay. of that, okay? Layer mask. And just remove it. Mm. Okay. And if I go too far and I want to bring them back, I just change my foreground colour to white and I can bring them back. Oh, okay. Clever. Black removes, white reveals non-destructively. I can come back in 10 years' time and go, what was I thinking? I want that highlight there. It's really <laughs> sexy, you know. So anywhere that there's highlights, you can get rid of those and just toggle on and off so that you can find them and remove them and you've got something that looks um, pretty good. Now I can sit there and, and what I would do is obviously get rid of all those uh, little bits of scuzz there, all the dirty mm. dots and things like that. But what I want to show you, let's assume that this is looking pristine and beautiful, Val. Okay. All right. Okay. What I want to do is um, I want to fix this issue here where you can't see the edge of the table falls off and I want it to be a um, horizontal rather than a square image. So I want extra space here. So what I'm going to do is assuming everything looks great and I'm happy with it, 
I'm going to merge all these layers up onto their own layer. And to do that, Command Option Shift E. So basically what I've done is I've said, hey, Photoshop, combine all these layers and merge them together mm. up on their own layer. Mm. Okay, so that's what I've done. Yes. And now what I want to do is I want to extend this little um, tabletop. So I'm going to get my selection, my rectangular marquee tool, and I'm going to make a selection uh, right here just beyond the little um, circle that I just made, that little halo in the background. Okay, so I've got that area selected. I'm going to copy that. So Command J. So now, if you have a look, onto I've got a new this, layer. I've got it onto a new layer. Okay, that little that little area. And now I select the Move tool, so you can see it's now highlighted. What I'm going to do is go to Edit Content Aware Scale. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now watch. So with the uh, Shift key, I'm holding the Shift key. I'm going to grab onto one of these little handles here. And yep. I'm just going to pull to the left. Amazing. Okay. Oh, my God. And now I've just extended the table and I can do it mm. with the other side there. Select the layer. Get a little area. And just build Command a table. J. Build more tables. Yeah, just build bigger tables. Edit. Mm. And content-aware scale. And just pull across Fantastic. and hit OK, and there you go. And so basically Cracker. that's the the little uh, whiskey bottle. Uh, what happened? It left. But basically. <laughs> uh, so, that's sort of, so that's sort of like if you've got a bride or something or someone who is sitting on a bench, but the bench yep. isn't long enough, but you know that you could take a wide shot yes, and it would look great if the bench extended. You could use that function, obviously, to extend the bench, the non-existent bench. Yeah, and there's like um, there's uh, also I use this. There's uh, a couple of tutorials in the gold community on this where I, I extend backgrounds for most images. Yes. So often you might have um, for for ease or the client requested that you shoot everything vertically, and then you've got mm. the, the the subject fitting onto the background, but then suddenly they want a uh, horizontal. This is mm. a great way to extend the background and. Uh, you know, you can add a little bit of burning and dodging. The other thing that I like to do is add a little sharpening layer onto the la uh, onto the label itself mm. just so it looks a little bit uh, more sexy. And that is you're just using one light valve. So really simply, we, we, you know, a simple umbrella will get you, um, you know, sexy-looking uh, glass shots uh, from, you know, what you get with daylight and uh, beautiful bottle shots and also when you've got labels to contend with. Uh, and it, it looks so, it looks high end. This is everything that you see in catalogs. Now, when you're looking, yeah. you're going to recognize this light. You'll go, I know how that was lit. That's one light. Mm. Oh, no, that's if two lights. If in doubt, diffuse it out. If in doubt, you got the new t shirt. If in doubt, mm. diffuse it out. So I mm. hope you guys um, will have a go at, uh, at yeah. doing this because it really is super easy. 
have a go everyone and show us your results in the um, Facebook group. Remember, just go to Facebook and search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community and request to join. Like it's, we'd love to see what you take photos of and if you can use this technique and see what you've done with your, if in doubt, diffuse it out. I love it. And also with your content aware, if you are extending you know, tables or benches or, or, or backgrounds or whatever. So we'd love to see your shots. Show us your pics. Show us your pics. <laughs> All right. Um, brilliant, Gina. That was jam-packed and absolutely fantastic. I know that people will be um, replaying this again and again, especially with the uh, screen demonstration that you've done. So thanks for that. It was awesome. You're welcome, Val. Now, what are you doing in the coming week, Gina? I am uh, two days, 48 hours away from completing a job that has just gone on forever and it's going <laughs> to really? feel like, you know, mm. when you finished all your exams in high school, oh, yeah. that, that, that mm. day where just before, mm. you know, school holidays and you know that yes. you've got like you, you've done it, there's probably no better feeling. Oh, mm. I can't wait. And then I'll binge watch. Uh, my latest favourite, Below Deck. Oh, my God, so Below good. Below Deck. I was just okay. so happy. It makes me happy. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm going to start watching Young Rock tonight. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, um, <laughs> as in Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I love him. Um, I don't know yet whether the show is good or not, so I'm hoping that it is. Um, I will report back. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, and I am going to start watching Mosquito, The Mosquito Coast starring Justin Theroux and um, Melissa McCarthy. Is that it? No, 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 no. You know, we've shot her before. Melissa used to be on Home and Away. What to count? No, Home and Away, you know, Shane and Angel. Um, Is it George? Yes, George. There oh, you go. wow. Where'd they mm. film that? Here? No, I think in Paris or I don't know, somewhere oh, not here. Oh, if it's in Paris, I mean, I'm on board. Not, actually, I don't know if it's in Paris. It's, it, but anyway, it's, um, it was not filmed here. Oh, very cool. Lovely. Yes. Go, Melissa. Okay. Yes. Um, all right, everyone. So where do we find you online, Gina? You can find me um, at ginamilicia.com. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. I'm on all social media at Gina Militia. And if you want to take your photography to the next level and you enjoy this uh, no fuss way of explaining things that I, I like <laughs> to do, then I'd love to take your photography to the next level. So uh Go to genomlish.com and click on memberships. Membership. You, Val. Brilliant. Ship. Um, uh, you'll find me at Valerie, um, at Valerie Koo on Twitter and Instagram and over at ValerieKoo.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.